The Michael K Show. I think the Mets, they're putting it out there. We're trying to contend this year, but their actions would indicate otherwise. They're trying to work within the confines of a self-imposed system where they can make a big splash next year in 2026. So even if he's out for the year, I'm not sure that they would make a move for another pitcher because internally, they're not expecting to do much this year. And they're expecting you to buy into their plan, which is to see what the young kids could do, sign pitchers to one-year contracts like they did with Severino and a two-year deal with Manaya. I get it. I understand what they're doing. But this, to me, is a double down on, you know what? We're going to try the best we can this year. If they're in it at the trade deadline, maybe they would make a move. But at this point, they're not going to waste their time because they know they're not a great team. The Michael K Show on 98.7 ESPN. Welcome back to the show, everybody. The Knicks and the Sixers tonight in Philly. Two teams ravaged by injuries. And, you know, the Sixers have lost the best player, the reigning MVP, Joel Embiid. They haven't sure. been good since. And the Knicks are getting some people back, but still no Ananobi, still no Randall. But before we even get into that series, I have a, I have a quiz for you and Don. Okay. Nice. What happened 13 years ago today? Why? Got to be careful with the math. Today, that would be 2011? <laughs> yeah, 2011. Feb, Feb 2011. Feb 22nd, 2011. Second. Yeah. All right, so we are now... Mellow. Yes! How did you know that? And just uh, Honestly, I'm a brilliant basketball mind. And I was guessing, but I mean... What else would it have been? You obviously were thinking Knicks. Of course, that's why I asked it. And then. 20, I just felt about right. Wow, and so so he he came to the Knicks, and then almost exactly a year later was in, was Linsanity. Because Linsanity was around now, right? It was right after the that's, Giants had won the Super Bowl. You know Bowl. what? That's interesting. You don't think about it. And he, he, he was not pleased with Linsanity. No. I still, by the way, I still don't understand Linsanity. It was Linsanity. No, it was absolutely insane. No, seriously, when you really think about it, though, did it make sense? It wasn't like it happened one game. No, it just kept I, happening. I it don't d- know if there's a comp, Peter. I can't think of a comp. No, no, a- Anthony Hackadoodle do that he is just said in my ear, Tommy DeVito. But DeVito no. never even approximated the level of play no. of Linsanity. So, yes, there was the cultural thing. There yeah, was the New I York mean, thing. Linsanity lit up Kobe but he, the Lakers. He, I was there. I was there. He put up 38 on Kobe at the Garden on a Friday night. One of the great nights of all time. Myself and Ben Lyons went together. Ben Lyons. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, you know his Jeffrey's dad. son. That's sure. right. I know Ben, too. And you know the story. We were there, and Ashanti sung the national anthem. God bless her. And they said, we're sorry, Ashanti. We only have second row seats for you. And she was like, ugh, I'm disgusted. And she walked out. Really? And I said, uh, we'll take those seats. And they said, sure. have a seat. And we sat in the second row for the entire first half for Kobe versus Lynn. And then what happened? And then at you? halftime, they, Ashanti and her people thought better of it and took the seats back. And where'd wow. you go? We kind of like hovered in the tunnel area and just kind of like st- stood and watched. Now- Again, it doesn't. It's not applicable now because there's really no Sports Illustrated, you know, cover thing. But he was on the cover of Sports Illustrated back to back weeks. It's crazy. So, so imagine if, you know, like Tommy DeVito was nice. He was the NFC Offensive Player of the Week or whatever. But which was he, a stretch. But he, which, which was obviously a stretch. But was there ever a, a thought that it was any kind of a comp of like being on the cover of a magazine back to back weeks? He, he might have been on the cover did. one week though. 
Well, but it wouldn't it wouldn't have been because he was so great. It, it would have been, been one of those wacky yeah, things. Right. But like, because SI every once in a while would just do the wacky. But Don, it would have required if Devito had had back to back games where he threw for like over three fifty and three touchdowns. Right. Then you're having a conversation. But every game Devito played was managed. He just managed. That's all he did. Adam Schefter reporting that the Kansas City Chiefs, yeah. the two time defending champion, right, are signing former Bills punter. Matt Areza. That's the guy who was accused of sexual assault oh, right. and, and then was completely all fake. Yeah. So he's getting a job. He's now. getting a job. Well, real quick, though, you said Schefter reported it? Yeah. What's Craig Carton saying? I need to know if what he's reporting. You just like to pick fights, don't you? Well, I didn't pick the fight. Don, you, fought, you saw the story, didn't you? No. Oh, Schefter and Carton have beef. You didn't know? Yeah, by the way, Peter said that. See, so, yeah, Michael, Michael did not say that, anybody. Peter said that. As I've said it many, many times. Don, Don, so Schefter, basically, apparently Carton on his TV show, apparently said he knows something about what happened inside at the Eagles. That why the season went down. Why, and, and, and what happened was... He can't say. He can't say, but it was something that, if it happened, you would all understand what it was, right? And he gave this... Apparently, I, I read it, obviously. I've never, I wouldn't be able to find the show with a map. But I, I read it, and... It was pretty dramatic sounding. And Schefter reached out to like every source at the Eagles and says there's absolutely nothing to it. And now there's a, a little bit of an unpleasant back and forth, it sounds well, like. Well, there was a previous unpleasant back and forth, too. But Oh, prior to that? Yeah, I, I, I think, yeah, Adam didn't mince words. I just, I, I can you believe, I just, again, this is Peter speaking, not Michael. Don, let me talk to you. You're not as scared. Can you believe, though, Craig Carton, of all people, might tell a story at a school? Like, I, I can't believe that that wasn't reliable journalism. That's so crazy. The guy who had the Ponzi scheme and ripped people off? Uh, the actual bona fide criminal who ripped people off? Wow, you really what, I, I, I'm tired of having... What do I have to play games for? This happened. And, and then and then this the fact that people are then like surprised and they write it up as if it's interesting. Adam Schefter is a reliable journalist. He talks to people. I'm with all due respect. And by the way, I'm giving Craig all due respect. This is as much respect as that man is due. In fact, I'm giving, I'm calling him by his full government name. That's more respect than he's due. But the idea that people would be surprised that he just makes up story. He's been doing this back to Philadelphia. Go ask Eric Lindros. This goes back 20 years. Peter Rosenberg said that. Peter Rosenberg. And Craig... Have your have your nasty little unaccomplished nepo baby son come at me on Twitter too, clown! Oh my God, what got into you? For what reason? I had I, nothing to do with this, by the well, way. Listen, I let him let him be, Michael. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm not stopping him, but people are gonna. I, I don't want to be involved in this. Believe, what what is there to be involved with? What happened 44 years ago today, Don? Carmelo Anthony? <laughs> no, no, that was 13. So that's 1980 for you, tough with math. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it into, into language that you can understand, Michael. Okay, there was major steppage, historic no. steppage. Yeah, but that, four years yeah, ago. Today. Yes, that that's true. But uh, th- uh, what I was going for was the speech pregame by Herb Brooks, which Darren Ravel has printed. And here's the speech before they awesome. beat the Soviets. Great moments. Born from great opportunity. And that's what you have here tonight, boys. That's what you've earned here tonight. One game. If we've played them ten times, they might win nine. But not this game. Not tonight. 
Tonight we skate with them. Tonight we stay with them. Oh, yeah. And we shut them down because we can. Tonight we are the greatest hockey team in the world. You were born to be hockey players, every one of you. And you were meant to be here tonight. This is your time. Their time is done. It's over. I'm sick and tired of hearing about what a great hockey team the Soviets have. Screw them. This is your time. Now go out there and take it. Pretty amazing. Pretty, no, that's pretty incredible. I'm upset with what the audio sounds like from the call they're done. Like, it was a long time ago, but doesn't it sound like every version of that call sounds like it was 100 years ago? It does have, like, a Hindenburg quality to it. It was 1980. We had It's his greatest call, and he's it's, one of our greatest broadcasters. That's his greatest call. I mean, it's it's is it number one of all time? Is it okay? Let's let's Don. Have you ever ranked these, Don? The greatest calls of all time? Where uh, it, 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 well, it's it's not even about the quality of the call, which was spectacular. But name a bigger, more significant sporting event like moment in in well, the last no, but but, I, but but again, I'm like, I am, so, but I am talking about the iconicness of the word, like the call. Well, yes. the Giants win the pennant. The Giants win the pennant. What that, about down goes Frazier? Down goes Frazier's yeah. an amazing call. And he said it many times. It was great. Uh, obviously, um, you know, a, like in April of 2016, a see I mean, that will never be forgotten. By the way, thank you for the text. You got <laughs> Michael sent me some very important information, Don. Oh, really? Yeah. Because but, uh, I know what he likes. And I try, I try to send him stuff that will pique his interest. And I think this did. <laughs> Well, it's game time, brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. The Knicks return from the All-Star break to take on the Sixers in Philly with coverage immediately following us on 98.7 ESPN. On 10.50, the Rangers visit the Devils with coverage starting at 6.30. The Islanders are in St. Louis to face the Blues, which you can hear on the ESPN New York app. And the Nets are up north taking on the Raptors at 7. That game's on, yes, also... Kevin Ollie's first game as head coach. Yes. That's game time. Brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, because when it's game time, it's Tully time. Tullamore Dew, the original triple distilled, triple blended, triple cask matured Irish whiskey. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew. Try the brand new Tullamore Dew Honey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. So you look at this Nick game, Don and Peter. And I know it's the first game of the titular second half. And why I say, I say titular, because I like that word. Also, yeah. it's not the 42nd game of well, the year. There's 28 games left right. of an 82-game season. So they, they don't put the All-Star game at the 41-game mark, so that's why I say titular, and I like to say it. But um, you got to start winning games. You know, you ended the, the, the first half, the titular first half, um, on a slide. You're getting players back, but you still don't have two really important players. And the Sixers aren't feeling sorry for you because they don't have Joel Embiid. I, I think the spread is the Phillies are, uh, the, the Sixers are one-and-a-half-point favorites. I'm not going to say it's a must-win. I'm not an idiot. Some might say I am. But this is a pretty big game because the Sixers are right behind the Knicks. I look at it this way. If the Knicks are going to have a successful run in the postseason, I think they can't finish fourth. They want to finish second or third. I would even take fifth or sixth. If they finish fourth, that means they're playing the Celtics before the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, I want to take my chance with the Celtics, Don, in the Eastern Conference Finals. Not, yeah. the, not the time before that, because then this season will end just like last season when it had so much prof- promise. Now, if you don't get back Randall and Ananobi, and Ananobi, I think, is going to come back, Randall left open the possibility that he might actually have to undergo surgery. 
If you're not going to get him back, I don't think you're going far anyway. But let's assume that you are getting them back. Where you finish is going to dictate yeah. how, how far you can well, go. How, 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 how likely do we think it is Randall would need surgery? I bet you need surgery at the end of the year. But that we how 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 I don't know because that's really the fact that he brought it up. That's scary. But but Don it is. But Don, if Randall comes back, let me just hear me out. I care very much about the seating. It it matters. But if there's a world in which they could get everybody back within a couple of weeks of the playoffs, I still don't. As long as you're not dealing with a play-in game, which is just too risky, I still don't hate them playing in a in a series as the dog and having to play four games on the road. If they have everyone back, I think that would be manageable. To me that's everything. But 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 it's not it's beyond that. It's like what Michael's saying is if you're going to have to face the Celtics, face them in the conference final, not not in the second round. And, and depending on where you drop, you might have to face Boston in the second round. And now now all you did was duplicate what you did last year. That's 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 why the three seats. But I, I but I, I I wouldn't rule if the, my point is though if they had everyone backed on I don't hate their I, shot against the Celtics in the second round. This is a very, when they're healthy. This is a really deep team. I I, I, I think know, there's a world in which they could beat the Celtics in the second you, round. But you would like to avoid that, right? You'd rather play a Cleveland or a Milwaukee. I don't, especially would you really want to play Michael? Do you know I, you want to play Cleveland? I, listen, I think you'd I, rather play Cleveland. Than I mean, yes. I agree, but right. they're hot as hell right now. I know, but no, they were a pretty good it. team last year, and you knocked them off. Yeah, true. And, uh, and listen, I think Boston's the best team in the East, and there's a conversation of the best team in basketball. That's right. And I don't think it's really even close in the East right now. Not as long as you know the Bucks continue to play poor defense and what three and seven under Doc. And yeah, it's still Cleveland. They've been really, really hot. You know, eighteen to twenty, whatever it is. But you know, still pedigree tells you that you'd rather face them than Boston. You're right. I think this team healthy and clicking can beat anybody. But if I want to make a run to the conference final, I don't want to have to go through Boston in the second round. No way. Give me Philly, possibly without Embiid. You know, give me Milwaukee. Give me Cleveland. I don't want Boston until I absolutely have to play. I don't love Philly with Embiid either, by the way. True, but, but Embiid's a special player. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't right. want. Like I wouldn't if Embiid gets back and is healthy and ready in the playoffs. And let's say you know you end up in a three six matchup with Philly. I don't love that either. Well, I mean, it's going to be a difficult haul. I mean, if you think about where we where we stood at the end of January, it felt great. But then everybody started to drop right. like flies. So this is a rough week for the Knicks. You got to play the, the Sixers tonight, and then you play the Celtics Saturday at the night. At the last garden. time you're going to face them this year before the playoffs. So Saturday well, night at the Garden. So let's see how they come out of it. But you yeah. can't continue to lose games and drop down in the standings I, because it's so tightly bunched. If you look at the teams right now, there's a chance if you continue to lose at this rate, you're finishing seventh. You're then in the play-in. Yeah, that you don't, you want to avoid that at all costs because you know in all likelihood you never know with the NBA. I mean, the Lakers beat the Celtics a month ago when they were a fifteen point dog, but in all likelihood you're losing to the Celtics. So if you lose tonight, now that's a six game losing streak. Now you're going to beat the Pistons in the third game coming up here. So that's the big difference. I mean, do you want a six game losing streak and then getting off the Schneid against the worst team in basketball? And, but you lose tonight, you know, then you're losing two of the next three. And you got to be able to build some traction here, guys. Otherwise, you know, three and four could completely be off the table. 1-800-919-3776. Let's go to Carl in Queens. Carl. John, Peter, Michael, thank you for having me on. You got um, I completely agree with you, Mike. Uh, avoid the four and five. So we avoid the one, obviously. So sweet spot is the three. And then... I'm taking us against Indiana. 
Miami, Cleveland, and Milwaukee still stumbling. I don't know, you know, let's see what happens with them. But um, I'm going tonight. I had a question if you guys had any tips or advice about the um, Wells Fargo Arena. Well, I have never been there. I, I'm sure Don has with the Flyers. But, yeah, more I, than yes. Don. but I will tell you this, Carl. Knowing Philadelphia sports, I mean, you could take your chances, but I wouldn't wear a Nick paraphernalia. I'm only wearing a hat. I know this. I'm not wearing any of my nice jerseys. Are you kidding? No, are you wearing a Nick hat? Don't yeah, be, you don't leave think it so? in the car. Nah, he'll be okay. Okay. Yeah, but I but, but long I, like that, I went with my dad. No, so listen. I, uh, no, I, I, I'm telling you. I've been to Philadelphia many times. I've been to Philly games. I've been to Flyer games. Um, I've. I, I only went to a preseason Eagle game with the Jets, and I have yet to go to a Sixer game. As long as you don't act like a nozzle, you'll be fine. Like, but if you're going to be there pointing the guys' faces and all that, then the fact that you have the hat on is going to be a problem. But you just go with their hat, you will not have at me, man. I chirp, I chirp the refs, I'll be honest. At the Garden, I chirp the refs, but that's about it. If you're a nozzle, you'll have an issue. I don't think you're going to have an issue. You're no Nas. You, you know how to get like there, you're good? Uh, yeah, you don't sound like a Nas. I don't know. I'm pretty. You're pretty nosy. You know how it gets. Well, I, then I, I with the I, Knicks, I maybe. No, no. I'll hold it. I'll hold it together at Philly. No, I'm not. You know, I'm not stupid. Well, they might actually like if you're getting on the the officials. It just if you if you're going to get on Sixer yeah. players, no, no, if you're going to mock them. It, if the Knicks hit a big three and you turn and put your palms up and start wait, then you're going to be asking <laughs> for trouble. But I I don't think you're it, that type of guy. No, no, no. This is a can of worms, but the walks, they, they never call walks, and it irritates me to no end about that. That's what I go at them all the time. Well, then you know what? You're going to lose your voice because there's so much walking in the NBA that they don't call. They call it a Euro step now, but, I mean, if that really if that really bothers you, wow. Yeah, that, well, good for you. You're old school. I, my, my prediction is this is going to be the start of a tradition. You're going to go to a Knicks Sixer game in Philly every year. Why do you say that? Because I think he's he's going to love it. He's going to love the experience. I I, I find it cool, man. I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be Joe Philly. I understand all the negativity around it, but I find their fans to be passionate. I I love all I love all the buildings. But I you, I think Citizens Bank is one of the best ballparks in in, in all the sports. I love Philly fans. Listen, and I, and oh. I got no problem. Peter, I've never had a problem. I've gone to I Flyer have. Canadian playoff games with Nancy. Flyer. Again, if you act like a nozzle, you're going to be in trouble. What, what, was, what, cool, did, what did you guys wear at the game? I don't think she wore a Canadian jersey, but she clearly like clapped when the Canadians scored and stuff. And and she she was there for a giant uh, Philly playoff game, and she had her giant hat on. She was well, it's it's overrated, man. I got, now, I, I I I pulled up. I've told you the story before. I'll say it one more time. I was that guy. I guess I didn't realize I was that guy, but I was like twenty years old. I went with my friend Indy to a Pacers Sixers game, and I wore my uh, I just wore a Celtics like shirt. To the game and Don as we par- par- pulled in the parking lot I opened the car door and before my foot hit the pavement I was called a homophobic slur that you do not like to be called no person likes to hear before my foot hit the ground and they saw the well, green of my shirt when when um, Jody and I were still dating in 2009 we had just started dating she came to Philly for a World Series game mm-hmm. and she wore a Yankee cap oh boy. and I told her not to do that she did it anyway, and she was abused by by guys sitting around her cursing at her. And I said, "No, you, you earned it. Well, it's your fault." It, it I told you series. not to wear a Yankee cap. What are you doing? 
Yeah, I she's mean, not even that. She wasn't even that big of a Yankee fan. Yeah, why do uh, it? Yeah, but, it's like Elaine in the Orioles hat. Yeah, I, I, well, I get it. Or, or well, there was a connection there, but you know, I guess she was trying to impress me because I was a Yankee announcer. But I told her, "Don't wear that cap," and they cursed her. Like they probably yelled at you. Yeah, Don. Like you may have had good experiences. I'm just saying, bad oh, ones I, are out there. I know the experiences. I'm just saying, a guy going to a February Nick Sixer game wearing a Nick Nick hat shouldn't fear for his life. I now, wouldn't think so. If it's no. Game Seven of the Conference Final and he's wearing you know a Nick jersey, then I would expect things to be said I, to you. But I think he'll be okay. The, the the Pacer game, just to set the tone a little bit, the Pacer game that I went to. This is like Iverson. And isn't it strange you went to a Pacer game with a guy named Indy? It is strange, right? Yeah. What are the odds? Yeah. Um, it was a. It was you know we're talking Iverson, Reggie Miller era. They got into a huge brawl that day, the Sixers and the Pacers. But one Don, one thing I remember really well that was like so freaking cool to me. And I again, while I don't like Philly fans on principle because I hate the Eagles so much and I right. just don't feel like dealing with them. They, I will not deny the passion. It may be the most passionate sports city in the country. You can make the argument. And Don, in the warm-ups of this playoff game, it was like a Saturday afternoon, um, what would have been NBC at the time, probably, playoff game. Right. Like I said, prime Iverson, like year four or whatever in the league. In the intros, when they got to Iverson, they show the highlight of him crossing over Jordan. And like that was the like the highlight that they showed in his thing, and the place went so insane for him. I just it, it's an electric place. I will not deny that, but you can have a bad moment. You can have a bad moment in any city. I'm sure you could have a bad moment at City Field or Yankee Stadium or Fenway Park. I, I find that New York, considering that this city can be rough, I find that the sports experience for out of town fans here to not be very bad. Well, I'll let you. I'll let you know a little secret. Though. Go ahead. If you really want to stop these incidents, don't serve beer at the ballpark. But that'll never happen. That's that's that, I, nobody in their right mind that's not drunk are going to like curse at women or I know, but it's uh, it, it'll never it'll never happen because they make so much money on the beer. No, in fact, they'll, that's they'll, a dirty little secret. They'll just keep charging more money so they can make more money for people to act like insane people. But that'll never never. Don, why don't you uh, why don't you do us all a favor? Yeah, introduce yourself and tell us about a car. <sighs> in 2024, you get more at Ramsey Mazda, more selection and more savings for a limited time. They'll waive the first lease payment. Lease a new 2024 Mazda CX-5 for just $289 a month. And now, get your first lease payment on them. At Ramsey Mazda, Route 17 North and Ramsey, choose wisely. Choose Ramsey Mazda. Call 833-853-2970 for lease details. Excludes tax, title, and registration. Zero security deposit. VIN R0410549. MSRP $30,750. Ends 229.24. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Thanks for listening to the Michael K Show podcast. Hey, buddy. Hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Michael Don and Peter Don's at The Rock, where tonight he will be calling the Rangers and the Devils right here on 
no, I, I guess it's on 1050. The Knicks are on yes. 98.7. That's right. So 1050 AM. We'll, love 1050 AM. Yeah, we all big, love them. Big fan. Absolutely. Yeah. 1-800-919-3776. That is the number. Let's take some phone calls. Will in the Bronx. Will. Hello. Hello, Will. Hey, what's going on, fellas? All good. Just wanted to start off and say happy birthday to Nancy. Aw. Better, better at the uh, Sasso game. Full pledge. Aww. And uh, I got I got an idea for uh, for Mike and the beard. You know how you guys have Tiger Watch? I figure you guys could add beard watch, beard watch maybe every Wednesday since uh, opening day is on a Thursday. <clears throat> Not a bad idea, Will. I mean, we'll, we'll take that under consideration. Yeah, That's not a bad a sound. idea. We need beard sound. Yeah, well, I mean, you could do what it sounds like against the mic if you just let me run a credit card over it. Hmm. And that could be the, here, here uh, uh, not a credit well, get, card. Get through all the cash you like to pull out. Pull out the water cash. This is, this is my uh, license. Ugh. Why do you why do you hate it so? Much? I don't like the sound of hair men's hair rubbing. Is it? But women's hair you like? No, not that either. So what you do you just do? don't like the sound of hair? Uh, no, I'm not into hair. Really? Ugh. That was what? That was last week? No, that was just now. That was now or earlier? No, no, that was uh, last week when we, he had a two day scratch. Yeah, that was the two day scratch. Because that's that's scratchier. Kids are very confused with it. Like Charlie wants to know what it comes. Why do you have to do this, Dad? And I said because I lost a bet. And he goes, Well, why didn't you pick better? I said, yeah. I wish I could tell you, son. Yeah, I did. Does he do? Does he want me to be his dad? No. Maybe I'll adapt, adopt little Chuck, so he can have a dad who's a winner. He's not up for adoption. Oh. Do you have you like hugged or kissed the kids and had them feel your scratchy face? Yes. And what do they say? Ew. They don't like it. It hurts. What about Jody? She hasn't noticed. <laughs> you know what? That's really unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, yeah you'll yeah, get there, Peter. You'll Don't get worry. there very shortly. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, not even your faces haven't even come near each other. No, not really. Wow. Yeah. Um, you know, we haven't talked about this a lot. So the the, the Major League Baseball um, players hate the new uniforms that are designed by Nike and produced by Fanatics. This is the first year they're produced. But by you just mean regular uniforms, but they're the new. You know, they're right. Um, so the complaints are plenty. One, one of the things I don't understand, if you look at the font of the letters, they they look like knockoff uniforms. I mean, like the, this is one of the lucky things for the Yankees, right? They don't have names. So, oh, it's not all, as noticeable. All, all teams have names. Right. The Mets, I mean, the font is ridiculous. It's, it's tiny. It's like what you'd get at, at Dick's Sporting Goods. It looks like one of those cheap replicas. It looks like a cheap replica, but it is now a major league uniform. And today they're complaining no. that the pants are see-through. No. Yeah. Well, this is. I don't like this. I don't want to come down on fanatics. Obviously, they do a lot of work for everybody. They do WWE stuff. They do so much stuff. But anytime you have one massive sort of monolith company, Don, that takes over, it's not surprising to see the quality change. Don, Don, who's currently doing the NHL jerseys? Oh. Because they've gotten worse too. Fanatics still, takes over next year. Fanatics yeah, takes over so next year. Oh, so they're going to even. I guess. But like Reebok is not the the NHL jerseys back in the day when you'd get an authentic NHL jersey. Right. The the weight that it had was like such a real sweater. I got a I got a Crosby one like two years ago. Uh, the full price, the the three hundred whatever one, and I was like, this is 
This is what well, unauthentic is? Well, because they changed it when Reebok first took over like 12 years ago. They wanted to get something that was more breathable, more aerodynamic. The players like it, the feel of it, but it doesn't have that same feel of the old-time uniforms. But apparently it's more effective on the ice. But, Michael, I'm looking um, – I guess somebody had tweeted out um, like a Guardian player, and you could see where his jersey ends tucked in. Like you could see right through the and, pants. The only reason I don't see his underwear is because I could see the jersey, the end of the jersey tucked in. Well, I mean, John Boy Media sent out a picture of, you know, it's, it's been picture day at all the teams. And they have a picture of, I guess, Casey Schmidt. And, I mean, his 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 endowment is not in doubt. I mean, you, you absolutely see what's going on down there. The, the, the pants are that thin. Now, I understand why they designed it this way. They want to be, like George Costanza said this years ago, more breathable, the whole thing. But, I mean, the players don't like it. Now, the only thing I could remember about this, and we had David Stern on center stage, and that was when the, the, um, the NBA went to the synthetic ball. And the players hated it. Just it was a different feel. And Stern said, "We're not changing. This is the ball. This is it." And I actually have a ball signed by him in my house, the synthetic ball. And and a couple of months later, they changed back. You got to listen to the players. They have to be comfortable yeah. playing. But I mean, is Fanatics going to redo every uniform? Here's the one thing: whether or not it's see through, whether or not it breathes, whatever. Why would you make the letters like a knockoff jersey? Why would you do that? I mean, to save what? It, it doesn't look good. If you ever want to take a look, look, look at last year's Mariner jersey and look at this year. The letters are half the size. I got to see it because I'm looking around. I saw the picture of Schmidt with John Boy. I mean, I that's the, that's pretty. Man, what are we doing? But 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 I'm telling you, there's, there's probably something to the effect of that it breathes better or it's easier to move around. But players do kind of care what they look like. And do want to care, and do care about what's going to be seen and not seen, and they also they want to be comfortable when they're playing. I got to see the jerseys though. I, I I haven't seen this. Is there somewhere I could see the pictures of the uh, the numbers and the letters? Uh, Andrew Anthony Anthony will send it. Andrew doesn't work for us anymore. Let's go to the phones. That's not good. Let's go to Omar in Brooklyn. We haven't heard from Omar in a while. Omar. How are you? Great. Good afternoon, guys. How are you? Hey, pal. Listen, listen. Um, big Nick fan, as you know, everybody. And uh, I put it these two games, uh, why it is important, because I think uh, in the seven-game series, it will all come to coaching. I think Nick Nurse is a better coach than uh, uh, Thibodeau, and in the seven-game series, he cannot beat him. Who is? Who, who, wait, who's a, who's a better coach? Nick Nurse is a better coach than Thibodeau. Right, okay. Uh, our head coach, uh, uh, Miami Heat head coach is better uh, than the uh, Thibodeau. He, uh, that's why Knicks cannot beat seven game series. It will come the talent wise if the teams are leveled head. The head coaching job becomes uh, very important. I want to prove today after the All Star game, ten game, three players are coming. They don't have Embiid. Show me. Uh, Thibodeau, that you have guts to beat Nick Nurse in Philadelphia. It's only one point game, and they don't have their best player. So tell me and show me that you have guts, that you were ready to play tonight, you and Philly, you can Omar. beat them. All right? Didn't they you crush him in Philly them. two months ago? But, Omar, why do you think Nick Nurse – I mean, I can't argue with you about um, Miami's coach. I mean, he's considered one of the best coaches of all time. But why, why do you say with such certainty that Nick Nurse is better than Tom Thibodeau? 
Nick Nurse has won a championship. Oh, okay. He had better players. Better, Thibodeau is a very hard-nosed coach, and last year in the seven-game series, you had you had a better team than Miami, and you it showed. He was telling everybody, every fan could have seen it that he was letting us. Okay, he's not going to change. He's not going to play. Put his bench players in that who can shoot. That he's letting. That he's allowing them. If you can hit a three, you can win the game. But he knows that. He He's not going to bring the players. He's going to bring in his defensive players, and we're going to lose the series. The whole series was like that, and everybody knows it was he out. He was out. Uh. He never changed. He never changed, and I want to see that he changes this time. Now you have a team, and they don't have the best player. So show me tonight. They're on a four-game losing streak. They are a ten-day, ten-day break, eight days, nine days. Omar, you're out of your mind. Yes, you're out of your mind. Your mind. <laughs> Why am I out of mind? You're just dead wrong. You're just dead as, wrong. As you can say, as you can say right now that you are a four seed, you can easily be seven seed playing in a play-in tournament, and then you have to go through all these uh, things. But Omar, so they were they were playing. they were sixteen and two in January. So I mean, when they had their full allotment of players, I, I very very, they were one of the I'm best not, teams in the NBA. I'm not saying that Kibito is a bad coach. Nick, Nick Nurse and the other coaches are better. That's it. I'm not saying he's a bad oh, coach. He's a what, what has but Nick Nurse he, done that's been... He needs been... to improve a little bit on his basics that he, he, he believes from time of the, his coaching. Sometimes you have to change. He does not show me in a seven-game series that he changes according to the, uh, the way the game is going. And everybody criticizes him for that. I want him to change according to the game. That's what he has to prove. He's a great coach. I love him. The passion, the way they play defense, the way they play hard-nosed defensive coaching. I love everybody think about Thibodeau. But I want him to change a little bit to succeed to a highest level, to win a championship. That's what I want. Fair enough. Well, uh, I, I mean, one thing. It, I actually think he brought it today. I was trying to get more out no, of him. No, it was irritating. I, I can't really? wait for him to be gone the next two months. No, because no, he's screaming about what? He, uh, so, he wants to see more. So, so, but you're telling me that they're being held back by their coach. He referenced they lost to Miami. Well, the Celtics lost to Miami in the next round. And Spolstra, if, if Spolstra is a better coach, all right, so be it. He's a great coach, and he's won a ton of championships. He's going to go to the Hall of Fame as a coach. But where does it show that coaching's the problem? As Michael said, they were 16-2 and when they were healthy. They've lost four in a row because they're not healthy. No, that was an awful call. And, and also, I mean, short series. Okay, we know Spolstra. He's been voted one of the top 15 coaches of all time. Yeah. He had Butler and Bam Adebayo. He, they, they had two players that the Knicks didn't have. Nick Nurse had Kawhi Leonard. Well, that's what I was going to say. Post, that was still a great run. Right. But he still had a superstar stud who was amazing in the playoffs right. when they went on that run. Since then, they've been fine. But I don't know. That's a, that was an, obviously Spolstra, Spolstra. But, but uh, Nick Nurse, but, you know for a fact, is on a different again, level than Thibodeau? I'll pick it apart even more. Show me something to beat Philadelphia. Didn't they beat Philadelphia a couple of months ago in Philly? With Embiid. With Embiid. So what What? What? this artificial got to prove something? I agree they need to win the game, but the Tom Thibodeau is the least of my concerns. They need to be healthy. And also, when you talk about coaches, he's better than Joe Mazzulla. He's better than Doc Rivers. He's yeah. better. So those are the two teams you're going to get by, too. You're putting Nick Nurse on a, on a pedestal? Because he won a championship, Michael. There are a lot of bad coaches that uh, win championships. I'm not saying Nurse is a bad coach, but, but this is your concern right now, not the health of the team. 
The concern is the coach. Well, just to what? Well, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I like Omar. He didn't bring it today. Today was a flat-out fail. And um, just because you scream loud doesn't mean you're making any But points. he is a Believe good me. screamer. Take it from me. I found a, um, a great would you that I don't want to wait till next Wednesday today. Go ahead. Oh, I'm, I'm all Would here. you take an instant $1 million? Instant. <sighs> One cash, all right. Or would you take a 20% chance to win $50 million? And if you don't, there's an 80% chance you'll get nothing. I thought you were going to do the one before the show. I want to hear that. Text it to me. I'm sure it was glorious. You, you were there. You told the one I did before the show. You want to do the? I don't think we can do the one. We don't. don't yeah, show. we don't want to go. Down. Oh, that! Oh, yeah. the one. Oh, that one. That, that, it I was the meeting, Don. It, it, it was the drove, whole uh, drove a lot of conversation. Um. So instant one million. No. No. Or a twenty percent. Or a twenty percent chance to get fifty million. Not take the million. I think I take the twenty percent chance. Well, that's because you're rich. You can afford yeah, to take the risk. I'm not rich, but you I might do the same. I don't you know. have access to a million dollars right now. That's why you shouldn't be allowed to answer the question. So do you. I do not have access to them. You're full of it. You don't know what I have access to. Get out uh, of my but, wallet. But I don't have to be in your wallet, Michael, to know that you have access to a million dollars. If God forbid there was a million dollar bond out there, if Charlie got arrested, God forbid, he wouldn't spend much time in jail. Well, wait a second. Did he do it? Oh, Michael because Michael then he'd spend time in jail. <laughs> I'm just saying he didn't do it. Well, then he'd be out. And is a million dollar But I would borrow. Bail. I would borrow against the house. Well, that's just because you're smart, though. But you but could you, you could pull from the ashtray. You don't you don't know. But that. you, I'm not. I'm not be, I don't want to exaggerate here, Peter. I think he has access without having to put a lien on the house or anything. Yeah, he has access to by access. You well, mean you know has. what? I, I could call up Rick because we know he's got millions of dollars. I would make a phone call if I had to to get my son out of jail. I, I would ask Cal Steinbrenner to loan me the money. I'm not, that's not the kind of access I'm talking about. I, I, you have a million dollars. Yeah, I saying, call A Rod. Stop Alex, saying. Can stop give saying me a million. A, the problem is the word access, Don. You keep saying access. It's just would be called. Uh, I'm sorry. I was just trying to dress up the conversation. Yeah. you got a million dollars, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you have to go full Barney? <laughs> hey, uh, when I'm getting ready for game, I have to be prepared. I have my lineup cards, the latest team stats, and of course my mug of Bigelow tea. For me, it's Bigelow Earl Grey with a smooth taste that keeps my voice in peak condition, even when the game goes into extra innings. Now, I refuse to settle, and neither should you. No matter how hectic your day gets, grab your favorite Bigelow tea and take a moment just for you. So grab a mug of your favorite Bigelow tea and join the millions of fans that make Bigelow number one in New York. Bigelow tea, the official hot tea of the New York Yankees. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. So, Don. Yes? Somebody came after me and Peter on Twitter. And uh, I'll read it because it'll be funny to see how Peter reacts. Go ahead. Okay. The guy is a Jersey Mike 711. Jersey, great sub. And his um, his bio says, not politically correct, sometimes cranky, Ooh. lifelong North Jersey boy and proud of it, Jets, Yankees, Knicks, Rutgers grad and fan. Okay, nothing nothing crazy. No. Uh, and he wrote, and Peter earlier took a shot at our former competition. So I'm not going to say the guy's name because I, you I don't just say don't. His name. You I don't, don't say his name. Why should I? But I did. I took a big broadside. So broad he said, side. Okay, that person is an ex-convict, but Peter Rosenberg is a no-talent, low-life sleazebag. Oh, man. 
The fact that Michael K. still has him on his show oh. tells me all I need to know about his character also. So can I address my part first? Well, but, but my part has to be addressed before your part. <laughs> because your part is directly about me. But 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 my part, I get out of this clean. Oh, no, you, I, you I have, have no ability it. to take anybody off the show or put if, anybody if, on. Let's just be, if you absolutely hated my guts and thought I was deplorable and not and hurting your show, you could have made a case to get me removed. If I think you're hurting my show, I like you so much as a person, I would, I would so let the your, show sink. Thank you. So then it is your fault. So back to me. <laughs> Uh, you have every right not to like me, and, and, and my guess would be this person believes they know things about my ideals, and so they're making a, a decision. Yeah, because would be an example of you being a lowlife. That, but that's what, low life. So I, I brought up someone who, uh, you know, uh, by the way, I've, I have no problem with people being convicts. People serve time. Uh, people deserve to be forgiven. They do their debt to society. Uh, that's not a, the damning thing, necessarily. Not every crime is equal. But the idea that in that conversation, Don, I became... What was it? A, a what sleazebag? Low-life sleazebag. Low-life sleazebag. What have I ever done to get low-life right. sleazebag? No talent, what I, too. No, no well, talent. Uh, but that I'm not going to argue with. People have their... He, he believes I am not talented. You're very talented. I know. But you I, you saw I, what I did backstage at the Royal Rumble. You were amazed. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, that, but I would... I'm just... I'm, I'm kind of curious, because we obviously know what Carton did. Well, yeah, yeah, sure. All right, so and and he was convicted for it, and however you want to feel about it, but we know what he did. What did Peter do to be a low life? Like, I, I, Jersey I, Mike, I, please know. call in. We'd love. No, I, I just like if if you know, maybe you don't know. You're, you're obviously supporting Craig. You knew what he did. All right, all right, right. all right. You, you want to forgive him for it? Hey, cool. That's, that's that's cool. That that's what you want to do. But what did Peter do? That has him on a higher level and is is unforgivable. Like you will not let him up. Right. I I really need to know what you think he did. I've known Peter for almost a decade now, and I I, I would never think anything. I'm, I'm down with forgiving. I mean, I have a suspicion what he thinks. Yeah, but that would but that would not be a, yeah, but a I, low I just, life sleazebag. But, but I I just took a little stroll through his. I, I don't think go ahead. He aligns with where he thinks you align politically. Really, you saw things. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's but always it, it with you. People think that you are a certain way, and if they're on the other side of that, then you're a low life sleazebag. Would they? Would I make those people feel better if they knew that I just shelled out four hundred bucks to get the brand new Air Trumps? I think you might make them feel. Better. Yeah, I, I had to. I saw those beautiful gold shoes, and I said, "I need those in my closet." What are they called? I, the Trump somethings? I forget. Friends and family. I'm a friend and a, family. But that is a shame. No, it's, it's who, very much a shame. Who they believe you would vote for. Right. McGovern. W- w- that that would be like their opinion. I, I agree. Well, Don, that's how the world is now. No, but, but, but that, that, that's really a shame. There have been families really that have been splintered because of that. I wonder, do people ever think about how different that is? And, and when they think about it, I'm curious to how they think we landed there. Because I used to have people in my life who I was not on the same side with politically. Mm-hmm. And I would have solid legitimate arguments with them about politics like you know how can you how can you see this program that way or why do you believe we should be at war here whatever those things were and at the end it would be like ah okay so what are we going to watch tonight that that's not a thing anymore no. there, oh. that is and i wonder if people if you could follow a timeline and figure out when did that end where we were no longer able to even have that conversation. And Mike, Mike from Jersey, I think. Jersey Mike. All by right. the way, be careful. Don't get sued by Jersey Mike's. They make a hell of a sum. I, I, I will tell you this. 
you are more than welcome to come on and tell me, because maybe if you can prove to me that Peter is a low-life sleazebag, maybe I would make moves to get him off the what? show. Maybe he's done something that I'm not aware of. That's right. Now, is it because of his poli- what you think are his political leanings that make him a low-life sleazebag? Or do you have something else? Mm. I'd love to know, Jersey Mike. You're, you're more than welcome to call in. I would even accept him just being like, hey, I'm a huge Carton fan, and I don't like that Peter took a shot at my guy. Okay. You have that doesn't right. make you but a low-life sleazebag. Right. We've, Craig and I have had our share of nasty things said over the years. That it's, it's happened. Do I wish I was the kind of person who let go of things and moved on? I actually do. But God is still working on me, and I haven't let go yet. So sometimes, Petty Pete comes out. You need better help. No, but not, not right now. At 522, I Yeah, think. not right now. I mean, no, but it would have been a, a great way oh, to go into it. Are you yeah. kidding me? We should move it up. Instead, you might need to drive to another town in a Mazda. Don, tell us about that. <laughs> yeah, you got to go to Mazda 2024, as you know. Get more at Ramsey Mazda. More selection and more savings. For a limited time, they'll waive your first lease payment. Lease a new 2024 Mazda CX-30, just 189 a month. And now, get the first lease payment on them. At Ramsey Mazda, Route 17 North in Ramsey. Choose wisely. Choose Ramsey Mazda. Call 833-853-2970 for lease details. Excludes tax, title, and registration. Zero security deposit. VIN RM636808. MSRP 26445 and 229.24. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app. The tune app or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.